mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Don't Blame Me. Hello, I'm Megan, and this is Melissa, my fantastic co-host. Hello. And um, this is an advice podcast where you call in, you leave us voicemails, and we, as two uh, professional, unprofessional bitches (laughs) with lots of opinions, tell you what we think you should do with your life. And, you know, um, as we always say... We, we do it from a place of honesty, tough love, how we talk to each other, how we talk to our friends. And 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 yeah, what, what else do I what else do I normally say? You say what we uh, don't have in knowledge, something what like we lack that. in credentials, we make there up we for in opinions. And there unlike assholes where everyone has one, we have multiple our opinions are like pores. <laughs> it's like hair. It's all over. It's on oh my, my legs, gosh. it's on my head, my armpits, all of it. 
So like we said, we give advice and we want to give you advice. So if you need some advice, we know you do. Call us. Give us a phone call, a ring a ding, leave a voicemail at 310-694-0976. And international listeners, you can record an audio message and then just email it to us at meganpodcast at gmail.com. You have to be 18 or over, have your parents' permission to call into the show. And we also suggest that you write down what you're going to say. You can practice. It keeps it really concise. And if you have been listening for a while, you can tell the calls that people have written down. Like it feels really like put together, seamless. And it's a lot easier for us to give the best advice because we want as much information as possible that is actually pertinent to it. Mm-hmm. So we don't we don't like to speculate, but sometimes we have to if you don't give us all the info. Um, and then you can also practice because you got to keep it under three minutes or you will be cut off. Not snip, by snip. us, but by, by Google. Google. <laughs> so <laughs> do you want to fuck with Google? I don't fucking think so. And also, if you have been a caller on a previous episode and you want to give an update. Yeah. Shoot us. Shoot us a call. Shoot us a call. Leave, yeah. leave us another voice. Let us know. Speaking of update. <laughs> Spracken the update. <laughs> We've got one from um a very old episode, the seventh episode of this show. Ever. <laughs> ever. Literally ever. Yes. And so uh I suggest you go back. We'll put the link in the show notes, but I suggest you go back and listen just because like Megan looks like a baby. Um do I look that different? Do you think you do like you just look younger, but your voice sounds different. It sounds like your yeah. tone of your voice sounds like Arden's voice. Okay, so yeah, we have there's an we'll leave the audio link for the podcast episode, and there's also uh it's uh, that one is on YouTube too. Um so if you want to go, we would we would advise you to because it's one that we both had to we both like listened because we were I didn't remember a I didn't lot remember of it. it at all. Because it was it like is, 2017, I think. Well, the craziest part is they called in. She she was like 16 and now mm-hmm. she's 21. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. And it's so, again, we love those kinds of updates and like callbacks um, of people like who've grown up. And like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just mm-hmm. it's very cool to see and hear like just the differences and like, you know, the self-awareness and all of that. Because like, yeah, even the advice we might give later on is different and but I think you guys are going to love this fucking update. Like, yeah. it's wild. And disgusting. <laughs> it's dis- absolutely disgusting. Disgust, as most are. Yeah. <laughs> um, play the tapes. Okay. Um, I called four years ago. I was like 16 and just turning 17 or something like that. So I'm 21 now. And whenever I called... I was asking about boy help with this guy that I had been talking to for about nine months. Mm -hmm. And um, we didn't share like with the thing that we were doing. I said I needed help with um, he was talking to other girls, but I wanted to date him and he didn't want to be like just with me. And he wasn't wanting to put a label on anything. And I was asking for advice on how I could tame him and what to do. And he deleted his Twitter account. Every and this, so is, this was happening all over Twitter, correct? All over Twitter. We yeah. met on a site. It's called Movie Star Planet. It's kind of like Club Penguin. It's so I don't weird. know what either of those are. <laughs> Sorry, I, I know what Club Penguin is. Movie Star Planet? Okay, it, it was like a huge thing whenever I was growing up. Um, it was like an escape. It, it was kind of like Club Penguin, except for like, older teenagers and it's just a place where you could make friends and get famous and um 
What do you yeah, mean get famous? Well, um, get famous on like the game. Okay, yeah, it's a game. It's like the, it, it looks like the Kim Kardashian game. Yes, it's kind of like that. Oh it's my like, god! You can kind of get famous on the website, kind of, and just like have fame on there. Okay. Um, so that's where I met this guy. He was really famous, and on this team, you could be on a team. And I met him on there, and he was a leader of it. And we started. He started flirting with me, and I didn't flirt back until so much later. But anyways. Um, we talked through Twitter for safety reasons because I didn't want to show my face to any of these people. And um, I was kind of getting famous on the game anyway. So I just didn't want to share a lot of personal information, which is why we had these Twitter accounts. And um, he had like thousands of followers. I had hundreds of followers on there. It was just like kind of low-key famous. But that's why it sounded so weird because I was like, oh, I've never seen his face. And you were like, you're getting catfished. And I was like, you don't know the whole story, Megan. Megan doesn't know the whole story. She doesn't know what she's talking about. This is even, be- this is truly like beyond what I could even comprehend. Do you know what I, like, it's like the fact that it is let it is less crazy than I thought it was a catfish. Like, this is so much <laughs> yeah. more insane. I know. I know. It's so dumb. It's so much more dumb. But oh my I guess- God. I was 16 and and this is what I was doing with my time. And then after that, I think like I was so done with him. Eventually I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. You don't want to put a label on anything. This is dumb. And I quit the game and whatever, a whole bunch of other people quit the game too. Quit the game, stopped talking to him, got a real life boyfriend. And then two years after that, um, I had one of my friends from the game contact me and she was like, you need to get on your old Twitter account right now there's a bunch of stuff happening with Donnie, which was his name. Not, it wasn't, it was his name. Um, but <laughs> for you guys listening. Wait, I'm sorry for all the name. Wait, is that, is that the fake name that you're picking or is that the fake name he chose for the game? That is the fake name that he chose to um, tell us who he was. Of all the names to pick, why Donnie? I was, Um, I was told to go back on Twitter and I needed to apparently answer a bunch of questions and I needed to be a part of this. So I got on and all my old friends that were on that game and the old teammates were like, hey, it recently came up that Donnie was a catfish and you talked to him, right? And I was like, yeah, I talked to Donnie. I was like, turns out Donnie was six other people that were the leaders of the same team that I was on. So Donnie was actually six different people maybe seven. I'm unsure because there was one that was kind of iffy, but that person was pretending to be six different people that I was all friends with. I was all friends with all six. They had the time to make all these different personalities for each person. They were all completely different personalities too. (laughs) One of them was apparently French and she didn't speak good English. And one of them was like going to a boarding school in the UK and she had a special scholarship so she couldn't be online as often. And then one of them had a normal job in New York City. And then this guy was, I think Donnie said he was from um, a state that starts with an M that I can't pronounce, but that somewhere upstate. Massachusetts? <laughs> yeah, Michigan? that one. Six different personalities just all completely different and um whenever they asked me like what what did you personally message with him and I was like well I mean we talked for nine months but like this charade had been going on they had pretend they were pretending to be six different people tricking you know thousands of followers that they had they even have like a YouTube channel or whatever 
Um, and I think you can still like look at the videos on their YouTube channel, but thousands of followers pretending to be like six completely different people for like seven years or more on this wow. little game for preteens and teenagers. So, okay. So like, it's like getting famous that you could be like artsy or whatever. Maybe oh. they were like a writer and it was like different characters they had created for a book or screenplay or something. And they were testing it out to see how the characters were. And they were yeah. also unemployed. Like, yes, they had to be unemployed. They had to be unemployed. Okay. Well, they tested it out. Like the reason that we found out it was a catfish was because their accounts had been inactive for so long. So someone else that played the game, we don't know who it was, hacked into their accounts and got their emails and figured out that all seven of the emails were the exact same email and then tracked it down to Facebook and found out it was just oh, wow. some 35-year-old woman with two kids and a husband catfishing us for seven years. My, I mean, I'll be honest, I am happy that it is a woman married with children versus like an old dude, but yeah. like still Holy. creepy though, because no, she still was fully... flirting, she was flirting with her and pretending like they were like dating oh. or whatever. And then talking to other girls doing the same thing. Right? Still fully creepy. Yeah. Still yeah. fully, fully fucking creepy. Yeah. Yeah. And um, she had even, cause she, she had sent sexual messages to many of the people she was talking to. One of which so this I know. Is bad. One of which I know was a fourteen-year-old girl. Did you guys report this woman? We actually had to get a private investigator, and I had to—I didn't have any of the screenshots anymore because why would I want to keep that? That's gross, and I didn't yes, think about true. it at the time. I was yeah. like, "Ew, I forget this," so I deleted all of them. But um, I had to send, you know, a big long message of the things that we had talked about in length, which was, you know, gross. But I mean. I was 17, yeah. but in Texas, that's technically the age of consent. Mm. Yeah. But so. like the 14-year-old and... And I even told Donnie at the time, I was like, hey, just so you know, this girl that you're talking to is 14 years old and underage. And he like would get all snippy with me and be like, I don't know why you're in my business and why you're telling me things that I don't care about. And like, and I was like, I want to go to jail. That's your problem. But okay. Oh, wow. wow. My God. So when did all this happen? When did it go down? Um, so 2016, December was whenever I started talking to Donnie. And then we talked for nine months. So then in 2017, I stopped talking to him. Holy shit. So do you know what's happened to this woman? Like, has there been any like updates? I haven't heard any updates. I would go on that Twitter account and I, cause I mean, it would, it was like X amount of years ago. So I was just kind of like over the whole thing yeah. because I was like, okay, I got catfished. I could have told you that. Um, <laughs> I want to be so done and far away from the situation that's gross. And it's embarrassing because it's like, yeah, I was 16 and stupid. But at the same time, who wants to say, Ooh, I was catfished by like one person that was pretending to be five different people on an app, like club penguin. I mean, That's to be fair, stupid. someone did message me like uh, last year, two years ago, DM'd me and apologized because they used to catfish. I had two different people. Someone used to catfish as me on Club Penguin and someone used to pretend to be my cousin. And they were and someone, the, the person who pretended to be my cousin pretended to be my cousin in real life, too. And I was like, I mean, dude, I'll be fair. Like, I don't have a lot of cousins. So like, there's not really a lot of like, no one's really going to correct you. So you're fine. But like, it's. It happens to so many people. And like, especially when it becomes like those kinds of like, I think of like 
the the neopets friends that i had when i was a yeah. kid i'm like yeah. i'm sure they're all fucking probably like not who they said they were yeah. but like as technology gets like more advanced and like you know you think of like oh people have boyfriends online and girlfriends online and all of that kind of stuff like that's where it gets really messy so i don't think it's yeah, like any- now they were dating the personalities were even it went so far as they were dating each other because donnie was <laughs> dating one of the other personalities whose name was carolyn and they were dating this and they is a 35 year old woman who named these yes. people fucking donnie <laughs> and carolyn yeah. Oh my God. The names were Camilla, Donnie, Carolyn, Vivian. Oh, was Vivian the French one? I don't remember her name. I just That's... remember the like stage name, which was Snuggle Muffins. And that was another one of them. I am disgusted beyond <laughs> well. belief. Like, how are you? <laughs> Great. <laughs> I mean, it was so long ago. And like, yeah. I think the way that I coped with it was like, well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that to anybody. And why would I think that anybody else was going to do that to me? Because I'm saying enough that I wouldn't create six different personalities to trick thousands of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did make a really good friend from it. And I know she's not a catfish because we have talked and we have Zoom called and it's okay. <laughs> we, she's the girl that I like, we talked about Donnie with and she was like, Haley, maybe you don't want to talk to him. That's kind of weird. And I was like, guy, ah, you don't know what you're talking about. It's fine. Holy shit shit balls <laughs> uh yeah uh i'm glad that she's doing okay i honestly hope that no one was hurt from this but like if she was this was just like the tip of the iceberg and i promise if she was doing this for seven years pretending to be seven different people and mm-hmm. somebody got hurt during this and i just yeah i hope that they're okay now and also there's no way that this was the first time they've ever no. done anything like this or the last no. like as much as this is taking so that took so much of their time to do all of this i'm like there's got to be some other some other shit or some other things that you're you're doing so mm-hmm. yeah glad that glad that she's like so removed from the situation and had the 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 wherewithal to like be safe and protect her personal and private information which mm-hmm. is great and psa it's like every bunny in general keep your information like private online with people that like you haven't you don't know and you haven't met like yeah it is something that like is so crucial and as somebody who grew up very much on like the internet the I, I was very careful. Like there were definitely like I had fanfic friends. Like I had like that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. but like nothing that ever surpassed like again, like surface level friendship of like messaging on whatever platform, like never yeah. taking it off. And the only time that like I ever made like again, internet friends was YouTube. And that's something that like you're seeing people, but like even then you really have to be careful and like vet all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um and even yeah. even when I was younger, like I was on the internet. I had friends and like, but it was different because it took so long to send pictures that you couldn't send pictures. Like Mm. you could send them, but it would take like hours to download one picture. But um, there was one like quote unquote friend that like I shared my address, which, (gasps) which I shouldn't have done. But like we exchanged pictures through, through, um, you know, the mail. And that could have been anyone. Like, they could have sent me a picture of anyone and I just don't know who they are. So, mm-hmm. and if my parents found... I remember just, like, checking the mail to make sure I caught it before my parents did. But, like, 
yeah, it's just like the internet is, it's a great place, but it's also a dangerous place. And just be careful because you never know who you're actually talking to. I mean, the show Catfish has taught us that. Yeah. Fuck. I got to catch up too. Cammy said the last yeah. couple of episodes have been crazy. Like <laughs> I heard about them before and she was like, you have to watch when they come out. And I haven't yet, but yeah. Fuck. Fuck, fuck, fuck. But stay safe. And if you have like, younger siblings or anything like that, like make sure you really, you know, share that kind of like information with mm-hmm. them on being safe in the internet and all of that. That's I'm fucking terrified of that with kids. Like, yeah. fuck that. That scares the shit out of me. Me too. Me too. <sighs> well, shit. Should we get into our calls? Let's do it. Call number one. Hi, Megan and Melissa. I'm 24 years old and I'm an Aquarius, so hopefully that helps with anything. Um, But I've been with my boyfriend for almost four years now. And at the beginning, our sex life was, you know, good and like spontaneous. Um, But I feel like over the years, maybe just because, you know, we've gotten comfortable with each other and we don't live together. We both still live at home. Um, We only ever hang out at his house. Um, You know, we we can, you know, have our alone time. but sometimes his parents are home, but I mean, that doesn't really stop us. But lately, within like the last few months, it's been really hard for him to keep it up or keep it hard. Um, and most of the time, it's because when we do hang out, you know, we're drinking wine or we've been drinking all day or something like that. Um, not that we're like drink a lot or we're alcoholics or anything. Um, or he plays golf. So sometimes he'll be out playing golf all day. He won't have breakfast. He'll be drinking all day. And then by the time we hang out, he's just like exhausted. So he says that that's, you know, that contributes to that. Um, also he was really, really fit when we first got together and he's not anymore. Um, he's definitely out of shape and he's gained a lot of weight, but that doesn't like, that doesn't bother me at all I still find him super attractive I'm, I love him no matter what um but this has obviously affected our sex life and the other night I started crying and because I told him I think that it's me I feel like it has something to do with me and I feel like you're not attracted to me you know like why why else wouldn't you be able to keep it up and he he assured me that it wasn't me and he also mentioned that it has to do with his you know fitness and he constantly says, I'm going to get healthier, I'm going to get healthier, but he never does. And I've even tried saying, you know, let's work out together, let's start a fitness plan together. Um, I'm pretty fit, I would say. I go to the gym almost every single day, and I eat pretty healthy. Um, and he used to be a competitive bodybuilder, so he knows what he has to do. I just don't know how to get him to do it without me pushing him or without him thinking that I don't. I just don't want him to think that I don't find him attractive anymore. I don't want him to think that I'm pushing him for all the wrong reasons. I want him to get healthier, but I know that it's something that he kind of has to do on his own. So if you guys have any any advice, um, I'd love I'd love to hear it. Thank you. We know how I feel about the word healthy. Yeah. Also, are you at a racetrack? <laughs> yeah, good God. Where the um, fuck are you? Um... I know you said that it wasn't about his body, but that was what most of your call was about. Yeah. No. And like, here's the thing. Like, there uh, again, like to reiterate, any body is a healthy body. Mm-hmm. Like weight has nothing to do with health. And also 
a healthy body, like we're not even accounting for like autoimmune disorders or any sort of like chronic illness or diseases or any sort of like physical disabilities or mental disabilities or like mental health struggles or anything like that. Like this idea that like losing weight equates to being healthy is not is completely untrue. Right. And And him being a bodybuilder, like you have to put as somebody that worked with body, like I worked in that profession. um, I wasn't a bodybuilder, but I worked with bodybuilders and you have to put your body and health through so much and that just because you their body fat percent is so low and just because you're so muscular doesn't mean that you're like quote unquote healthy no like the way that you see that's it's it's a physical thing it's very hard on your cardiovascular Mm -hmm. health to have that low body fat like yeah it's just it's just true and like that's not saying that's unhealthy versus Mm -hmm. healthy like if we're if you want to get down to like the the specifics of it like there it can be it's very hard on your organs to Mm -hmm. be that low in body fat like it's just a fact um and also but like that's okay like here's the thing like it can be like whatever fucking yeah he he can be whatever Whatever he wants to be yes but I like sure is there I'm sure there's medical uh there's medical evidence to be fair again we've talked about this before but like the medical system is fails a fuck ton of people and mm-hmm. it really especially fails um people uh I, I, I again I'm a I'm a slim person so I don't want to say anything that's offensive to any like whatever term you want to say if you are uh heavier if you prefer the term fat if you prefer the term curvy anything like that people who are bigger bodied like the the medical system fails them repeatedly mm-hmm. and so the idea that like the solution to him not being able to get it up, like is just that he like needs to lose weight and work out. And that's what that is. It seems like you are focusing. I know that you said that like you, and I, I'm not saying that I don't believe you that you don't think that it's about his body, but I think that you have, you think that you and him have figured out the cause of it. And so you're just trying to fix it and tackle that thing. But you don't know. You, you don't really know. don't know. And so now it, no matter what, even if like, it is now focused on his body when in reality it's this is supposed to be focused on his dick mm-hmm. like and but, that but like in actual health health wise from what the information you told us he's not eating the way that he should be eating he's not eating breakfast he's out drinking all day when you yeah. guys are together you're drinking like all that inhibits his dick from getting up so like and and again like him being like active he's playing golf he's just not preparing his body before before you work out you have to eat he's mm-hmm. not eating no i can't to be fair i cannot imagine having sex with moth after he's golfed all day yeah. homeboy falls asleep on the couch yeah. at like 4 p.m like sitting it's tiring up. so like that's, he's exhausted yeah and so like he needs to be eating that's yeah. like and he and um <laughs> if you're like what's your main issue here is it him not eating correctly or is it him not fucking you and like if that if it's like him not fucking you like and you know that when you're together that you're drinking and you think that's the issue with you not being even able to have sex then don't drink when you're with him and then that can eliminate and you can see if that's part of the problem if yeah. it's not if you don't drink and he doesn't want to have sex with you there might be some other issues there. Yeah. And like, I, I would also address like with him, like, are you guys, is he in the mood to have sex when you're in the mood? Like what, what is the libido like? Mm-hmm. Because is it like, 
uh, you want to have sex. And so he's like, well, I, I want, I want to do what you want. And like, not in, I'm not saying this is like in a pressuring way at all, but like, is he like turned on? Like, is right. he like, is he like in the mood to have sex? Like, is there the, is that lead up there? Because like, if, if he's in the mood and is like turned on, ready to have sex and like, can't stay hard, then that's a different issue versus mm-hmm. like, I'm trying to get myself in the mood when I'm like exhausted and drunk and like, yeah. I'm not there. So I think like, there's a conversation with him about like, Hey, when are, or like, is, are you coming on to him or is he coming on to you? And like, when are you in the mood? And then again, like you said, I think the first thing to fucking try is um, try not drinking for a month. Like have that be the first thing that you try versus making this about like his body and losing weight and doing all of that stuff. Because like, here's the thing. If he wants to like lose weight or if he wants to like do whatever he wants to do, like that's fine. But like a lot of people, yeah, talk about that and then don't follow through with that. And more more often than not, that means that that is just not high on their priority list. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. But like when you hear someone say like, oh, I really want to lose weight, like it is not your place or your responsibility to then be that enforcer and that pusher unless they ask you to do that. Because otherwise, like we say a lot of fucking shit. And like, sometimes we say things like fish for compliments or to get like validation or reassurance from our partner that like they still find us attractive. And sometimes we just like word vomit our thoughts. And like, if he's not taking action on like working out and doing that, it's not that important to him. And mm-hmm. so it, it, it doesn't need to be, you don't need to like find that for him to, even if it was something that he like previously loved and it was something he was really into, we grow and we change and like we're in and out of those different kinds of things. But the, the bottom line of the issue here is him is is the sex and I truly think that that is your issue with this too but you're giving me Capricorn energy where you think you found the solution and so therefore you're like working your way backwards Mm -hmm. to fix it which is moths in a nutshell which is why I said Capricorn energy but I think like it's having a conversation about like hey let's not drink for a let's let's, like let's do a month yeah and let's eat better yeah and like and it's like when maybe it's like and Mons is also the same way like in the mornings it's like he's not a make a breakfast kind of person so like I you know like we like I did a whole like we'll, we'll make like frozen breakfast burritos that he can like heat up in the morning together and like it's a fun thing it's not like me feeling like I'm taking care of him or like doing anything like that but like I guess like taking I mean taking care of in like a a way that I like not mm-hmm. like in like a motherly kind of way and like we've done we'll do it together or whatever and like that's a great habit to get into um and it's it's less about like fixing it for him and like doing something together that like will hopefully change your relationship for the better. And then at the end of the day, like if if the drinking doesn't work, if like the eating breakfast and like all of that kind of stuff like doesn't work, then I think I mean, I think you should have a conversation and check in with his mental health to start. Mm-hmm. I think that's like a that's a, I mean, we're, we're we're in a panoramic. We're in a Panda Express like we're all dealing with we're all dealing with shit right now. And that can be a huge contributing factor. And then once you've tried alcohol, once like cutting out alcohol, once you guys have tried, um, you know, like fueling your body for the day so he's not tired and like going based off of like his cues of when he like is in the mood to have sex and like what gets him amped up and all of that stuff. If it's still like not working, go to the, excuse me, go to the doctor, mm-hmm. have him go to the doctor and talk to someone because it it is, it is affecting your relationship. And as much as it might be a pride thing for him, it does affect you too. And if he decides he doesn't want to work on it or is okay with that, like is okay with like not really having sex a lot or anything like that. And like, doesn't really want to make a change. 
that's his right. And it's also your right to be like, that's not really what I'm into. So like, I would like to move on to a different relationship. Like we can't force people to do or want something that we want. And it's hard when you've been in a relationship for like four years. Like when you said, yeah, we used to have spontaneous sex. And I'm like, well, when you're in a relationship, sex isn't necessarily spontaneous because like you've had sex before. Like, you know that you 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 could have sex again. Like, it's not like a surprise. Um, so it can just be like, you know, you get comfortable. And some people, once they get into a long-term relationship, they're, they don't, they don't want to have sex as much. And like, mm-hmm. it's okay if you want to have sex more. And it's also okay that you guys just might not be a compatible match and you might've run your course, which is also yeah. fine. But yeah, he's got to eat and you got drink less. Yeah. Drink more water. You know, drink that's the, water. that's the thing that everybody says. All right. On to Lemon the next water. One. Yeah. On to the next. Hi guys. I love the show. This is very long. So I'm going to jump right in. So my husband and I have been together for six years and married for one. He's moved in with me about six months before we got married. He comes home from a family with a lot of drama. He is one of four sons and the only responsible one. His brothers are older than him and have children with various women who they do not take care of. Just to give you an idea, my husband has approximately 10 nieces and nephews all over the state. His three brothers all live with his mom currently. One of them doesn't even have a license or an ID because he says he doesn't know how to do it, and Ma doesn't want to help him. They don't work at all and still live with her. He is the only one who has a degree, a job, and was able to move out and build his own life. But his mother and brothers are constantly causing him stress, which has been causing problems in our relationship. My main problem is that his mother constantly calls him, staying at least least one hour during the day and at least one hour at night, to the point where I don't remember the last time we had dinner or movie night without it being interrupted by her calls. The problem is that these phone calls are hard to ignore because there is always something happening. Either the police are at their house for some dumb shit that his brothers did, or a few weeks ago there was a fire in their home because somebody left the stove on all night. Then somebody abducted my husband's nephew, the only one living with them. There are phone calls sometimes that are plain ridiculous. For example, last night she called him to come to her house to take out the trash bins because nobody in their house wanted to do it. His brothers are all over 30. This woman is insane. She's morally obese, cannot get up and physically do anything for herself. So she's always calling my husband to come and help her, which I understand. And we live about five minutes away. But it also doesn't help that there is three other grown men in that house who do not want to do anything for her. Um, It's been difficult. We cannot move currently because I've been out of work since the pandemic hit. I love him and I'm proud of him for being able to get out of that situation and do well for himself, but it still keeps pulling him in. He understands there needs to be a boundary, but he's always afraid that something terrible is going to happen to his mother or his nephew. I know he relies on me as support, but it's been hard on me emotionally because I have a healthy relationship with both my parents and they also live in another country, so it's hard for me to understand this dynamic. How would I approach telling him the whole situation with his mother's phone calls because I don't want to come off as selfish and add to the stress he's already going through? Thank you. This is a lot. Yeah, to say the least. Um, First, I'm just sorry that everybody involved is going through this situation Mm -hmm. um 
And I know that it's mentally and emotionally taxing on both of you. And I'm sure even more so your husband. Yeah. Um, I think, though, he needs to set boundaries. And I know that he he wants to and needs to be there for his family. But like you mentioned, um, him, you guys haven't like sat down for dinner. Yeah. Um, so maybe. Maybe like he like puts his phone like he sets his phone to because I mean yes there's like terrible things happening like your mm-hmm. nephew getting abducted which is bananas horrible like, bonkers and like I can't fathom what that's going through but maybe his mom has like like a code word when there's like an actual emergency as opposed to like taking out the trash he has to sit down with his mom and just let her know that he, he can't do every little thing for her yeah and during dinner time when you guys know that you're sitting down for dinner maybe he could just cut his phone off yeah I think if he gives his mom like hey heads up if there's an emergency like yeah code word like you can like maybe and also maybe you guys like I was gonna say like yeah code word or you get like a landline or something that it's like if there's an emergency between the hours of like I don't know like 6 and 6 p.m. from 6 p.m. on if there's like an emergency like you can call or I'm like this needs to be like something that is like an emergency emergency because like we do need to be able to spend time together you said that you guys have been together for you've been married for a year and you moved in together like six months before you got married it was something Mm -hmm. like around there Mm -hmm. so I will say I think Boundaries take a really long time to create. And right now he is still actively creating the boundary of moving out. That was the first boundary was the physical distance and separation. And he only lives five minutes away. And that's hard. But like that also needs to be acknowledged. Like, and you you acknowledge it, but like that, that in itself is a boundary that he's Mm -hmm. made. And And it takes, yeah. And it takes a while because it's, it's, it's him feeling, and I'm sure he feels like all of the shit that's happened in the last year and a half, I'm sure he feels a little bit, which he shouldn't feel, but like there might be a part of him that feels like responsible of like, I should still be there and I could have avoided these things. Like this wouldn't have happened if I was there. And so I'm I'm sure he feels like kind of a, like a, a, to need to stay connected because to be fair, he's him leaving shit has kind of hit the fan and it is not his responsibility, but it's his family. And that's mm-hmm. who he cares about and like who he loves. And if you don't come from a family with like excessive trauma or a lot of history, like I'm sure it can be very hard to like understand and relate to. And I think it's super valid if emotionally you can't be there for him in a way because you can't relate. And like, it is a lot to put on you. And then that would be something to tell him. I'd be like, maybe like I just am not the right person to talk to. Like, because I don't have training in kind of like, letting this go because I'm invested in you and I'm invested in your family. And so I think you should talk to a professional about this kind of stuff where he can unload and they know how to help him and also process and deal with it and like set those boundaries Mm -hmm. because they're not invested, but you are invested and it's hard to set, help someone set boundaries when you are also in the situation because like, yeah, it feels like more nuanced or whatever. But, um, I think like, having a conversation with him about, I understand the shit that's happening with your family. And I understand like you are, 
you're such a good son. You're such a good brother and uncle. Like you've been there for everybody. And like, you are doing so fantastic. And I don't want to discredit that at all. I just would love if we can come up with a way that we're still able to have like our like alone time. And maybe it starts with just date night once a week. Like there's just one night a week where it's like, we're going to watch a movie and we're going to cook dinner. And this is going to be that. And like you tell the family far enough in advance and all of that kind of stuff. So it doesn't feel like for him, he's kind of um, just like without a life jacket. Because like, I think he feels a lot of like responsibility. And I think if it becomes, I think if you can, if, if he can set these boundaries and see and take these steps away, that okay um one night a week the house won't burn down like if I take some time it won't happen but right now to be fully valid a lot of shit has happened when once when he's been gone so I can see why he feels that that urgent need to respond to everything um but you can't force anyone to create boundaries they like don't want to create but Mm -hmm. I would I would really encourage not only like setting like a specific time for you guys to have one-on-one time, like once a week, just, just as like a base to start. I would also, I would suggest couples therapy because it is affecting your relationship and couples therapy isn't always about issues that are happening with a couple. It can be these like third party things that are affecting your relationship and a therapist will be able to help you help each other mm-hmm. and we, it, it, I mean, as someone who's been in couples therapy, like it's so much, it can be a lot easier to be open and honest when a, a third party is in the room and a professional, because, you know, sometimes we say the wrong thing and like, we don't want to be responsible for that, but like, there's someone there to kind of guide those conversations and like help you reach a, like a point where you're both like agreeing or you're both understanding and like hearing each other more. Especially so, because your marriage is so new. Yeah, I just think that like, this can be. And it's also good to know that like, maybe this is not a boundary he wants. He wants like, maybe this is like, what he's comfortable with. And it might not be what you're comfortable with. But maybe like, maybe being able to talk to someone and figure that out. I think you'll save you'll both save each other a lot of a lot of time because you obviously don't want to hurt him or like say anything insensitive. But you also have to prioritize like how you feel and like your own emotions through all of this with understanding what he's going through. And you, I think you guys just need to communicate more. And if you're not comfortable communicating with him like directly, I, I, I mean, regardless, I think I would I would try couples therapy to mm-hmm. figure this out. But it's fucking rough. Fucking, fucking, fucking rough. Ugh. OK, guys, we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Today's episode is brought to you by a sponsor we love, 310 Nutrition. 310 Nutrition is helping us, you, our listeners, in the new year with protein and superfood-rich products with so many options and flavors for your personal preferences. They're adding new products all of the time, and I just got my... I mean, I didn't just get my package. I just got a, a, a secondary of my package. And I, as someone who needs electrolytes to function, there it's like elixir from the gods i cannot sing their praises enough specifically the cucumber flavor of this electrolyte mix is delicious like it's it's so good i've even like had it on like ice and been like i'm drinking like a drink drink like you can throw a little straw in there oh and, and it's it's delicious it's so good and i just i love they're filled with so many great ingredients that really help if you're like me and you like, you know, medically need some electrolytes, but also if you're working out, if you're sweating hot summer day, you're going to an amusement park, you're on your feet for a long period of time, all of that. Um, most of us are not getting the electrolytes we need. Yeah, I drink mine specifically when I am working out. It's my beverage while I'm working out. I just take one stick of the hydrate, mix it in with my bottle of water. 16 ounces of water can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water if you got that hydrate in there. They also have the all-in-one shakes, which I absolutely love. I'm running low, so I got to get some more. But um, I love the chocolate bliss the vanilla cream the caramel sundae i have all three of those flavors sometimes i mix and match them sometimes i'll use it when i'm baking or i'll just drink it straight and it is they're so good they have a triplex protein blend plant-based proteins that include pea brown rice and pumpkin that makes it so delicious you can get fiber and superfood blends with more than 25 organic fibers and superfoods blended into one easy, delicious shake. And they also have three tins, four shake flavor starter kit, which lets you sample all the flavors for only $9. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with Don't Blame Me and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and super easy to put together an order, or you can start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code blame me right now for 50% off up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code blame me. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So 
We're so excited about Book of the Month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a, a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available. And I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited uh, for someone who like, <laughs> you know, the ease of getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like, you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is, it's kind of like a, a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress and as well there are reading challenges and rewards and book of the month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next which for me is like the biggest hurdle i love when other people make choices for me especially when they're good choices and i'm like cool i can trust you so each month the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from all of the books are so good you can't go wrong and i mean that wholeheartedly when we were picking like our selects for this i was like wait this I like all of them this is hard and I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like okay so these are like my top ones I'm assuming they will be yours so don't pick the same one as me so then we can swap afterwards and that's what we did so we got the ministry of time by Killian Bradley and we also received the return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean the ministry of time is like people are calling it like if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books it's quoted from town and country saying it's really innovative fun storytelling the ministry of time is definitely for you and listed as 45 of the must read books for spring 2024 and then harper's bazaar also said part time travel romance part spy thriller and 100 percent multifaceted joyride <gasps> when i tell you that i was like sold we're also excited about the return of ellie black and this one is about a missing girl who returns but that isn't the end of the story it's only the beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes. Ever since Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work, which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus, we've been recommended this so many times. Mm -hmm. So I, I we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com and you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. We are back from our break and it's time to hop into the rest of the calls. So I met this girl at the local animal shelter that I volunteer at in my hometown. After she started working, we quickly became friends. And one day she was talking to me and she brought up that she once had an audition for a very popular TV show about a few years back. And I ended up getting a call back 
for a second audition, but was too nervous and never went. I then talked her into getting another audition because it was a big opportunity and she shouldn't have passed it up. About a month later, she tells me that she got the audition and got the part playing a main character's partner for multiple episodes in the final season. Then quarantine hit, and we hadn't seen each other since since March, but I always texted her asking to see how she is. I have also been supporting her, asking questions, and trying to get know, to know more about her job in the entertainment world since it interested me so much. I noticed that every time I brought it up, I was either ghosted or the conversation would shift to a completely new topic. I grew suspicious but realized that no one would really lie about a situation like this, and now that the final season is finally airing, I was super excited to see her on the big screen. I hung out with her earlier today, and she informed me that she was given a separate opportunity to work on an album with a big music artist. She explained how she pulled out of the series and decided to work with the artist instead. This further validated my theory, made me a little more suspicious, and kind of showed that it was more of a lie. But then again, I thought it was still a real possibility, although a small one, and no one would really make this up. I guess I'm asking for advice on if I'm overthinking a situation or if the situation is as tricky as it seems. She's a really fun person to be around. I already have trust issues when it comes to friends, and I'm not sure what to do. This bitch is a liar. Liar. (laughs) This bitch is a liar. I am so upset with you for not sending us a link to her Instagram, mm-hmm. a name or anything. An like, IMDb? Are, yeah, come on. Like, I have, I, we both have IMDb Pro. Like, mm-hmm. I could tell you. I'm just... And I think it's because you know she's lying. Yeah. This is wild. Here's the thing. This is one of those things that, like, people, like, kids lie about. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, this is, like, one of those things that, like, you think that people got, kind of grow out of this, but there are some people who do just keep lying logistically. Um, this makes no sense. Just like from an entertainment perspective, it makes no There's sense. There's no way anybody would give up a, a guest starring role on a show to go work on a potential album. Like that doesn't make any sense. There's no crossover. No, there's no like crossover, if you're going to yeah. be a guest on a couple of episodes, that's two weeks, three weeks at most, mm-hmm. at most. But like most likely, if it's a popular show, you said it's in their final season. They're probably block shooting, so yep. more likely, like they're gonna like to pay people less. If you're on like three episodes, they're gonna block shoot your three episodes in in like a, a, a three chunk. five day window mm-hmm. over the course of like you know you do multiple episodes at a time so you can utilize those actors and pay them the least amount of money for guest stars when you're getting paid per like sag rates which is hourly um so that makes no sense that you would never need to like pass up that opportunity to do something especially if you're like an (sighs) up-and-coming actor like you would not do that you just wouldn't do it also you would not not go to a callback yeah like that's a thing that like if you got an audition for a big show, especially a show that's on the air, you're not getting that through, like, maybe you're getting it through, like, a central casting, like, or a breakdown thing. But then in reality, that's probably something that's actually way, like, then it's a way smaller role than you're, like, implying it is. Mm-hmm. Because you would have an agent and your agent would submit you and you would send out and then, like, they would be the ones telling you that you got a call back. And then 
If I got a call back and I said, I'm not going, I'm too nervous. I think my agents would knock down my door and drag me kicking and screaming. Imagine Kendall. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, like there's like, and no... I love my whole team and my yeah. team is not like aggressive or assholes or like anything like that. Like, but it's, that's not a thing. You, like you're you not going to so, pass that up. You work so hard to get into the door, to get an audition, to then get a callback. Like you don't just not go. That burns bridges with everybody. Mm-hmm. Like you, it ruins your reputation. You would, if you passed up a callback, you wouldn't be able to go back in for like to negotiate another another call but like unless there's a scheduling thing if you just like straight up or like no I'm not going that's not a thing and if it's a guest star role again like they're not they're not putting that much effort into like a specific person they're trying to cast it if like it's not if, if this person's not making it easy they're not banging down their door being like okay we'll let you audition again like no especially if she that. doesn't have she's not like a b or even c list like like they're not going out of their way no like there are so many egos in the way that like if you piss off one casting director one time they'll never call you back for any other role Mm -hmm. ever again Mm -hmm. like there there's no she's lying she's fully 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 lying and like the dodging and everything and all of that. And like, I think that like, it's great that you recognize that you have trust issues from friends and this is your gut like flaring up. And especially when you've been like burned in the past and you're kind of jaded in any situation, I'm a big fan of just like going with your gut, even if that makes you paranoid or jaded or whatever. Like, I think that's okay because it doesn't last forever. Like Mm -hmm. we have those phases of being like, I'm really closed off. Like I've been burned before. And like, yeah, you make people fucking work for it. And you like make it pretty, like you're not really open. And like you, you take everyone at face value. Like you don't, you don't give people the benefit of the doubt that you don't really know. And like, you just take them for like, is she a cool friend to talk to and hang out with? Like, sure. But like, am I going to listen to anything that she says? No. And is that going to affect our friendship? Yeah. Like I am going to like put up walls and that's okay. Like you don't have Mm -hmm. to like, when you get burned, you don't have to constantly be like, well, now I want to take down these walls. Those walls will come down eventually once people earn your trust. And she's proven that she can't be trusted. Like she just lies. And like, to be fair, I'm going to be honestly, I think that's the mo- I fucking hate that. Like, I hate when people even exact like will say something in a story. And I'm like, that's not what how it happened, really. Like, yeah. I get annoyed with that shit. So I couldn't maintain a friendship with her. But like, if you can separate that and like maintain a friendship that's like completely isolated from this and like just take it as like, wow, look at her like lying again. This is hilarious. Then that's totally how I do am. That. Yeah, that's how I am with one of my friends that I know constantly is lying about things. But they're entertaining. And so, therefore, I know that they're lying. But, like, they're fun to be around. And I just know that, like, I can't trust them with anything. But I I can have fun with them. There's just, like, different. And if you're, like, volunteering with this person at the animal shelter, like, they can be your animal shelter buddy. But they're not going to be somebody that you want to, like, confide in and have, like, a deep relationship with as a friend Mm -hmm. imagine like it actually is not a lie and like suddenly like she's at the grammys like she has a whole (laughs) album (laughs) i would die i also want to know what show it like i just need to know please please dm us because we can probably figure this out pretty quickly and i want to know who like got the role over like 
if we're going to like play along with her narrative, mm-hmm. like who the role ended up going to, yeah. like that I'm very curious about because that will also be very telling on like how, like what the scale of her, like she's lying, but it's like, mm-hmm. what is the scale of her lie? Like, and, and what does she think musician? she can get away with? Because I, yes. I know people, Megan knows people in both industries and we can probably yeah. track this down real quick. We can track it down. And if they're in LA mm-hmm. or New York, Dude, we can track it down. I actually do know someone who used to work in the city that we your your area code is from. Um, mm. but I yeah. This is wild. Huh. All right. <laughs> Should we move on? Wow. Yes. Please, please, please email us, DM us, let us know who this person is so we can do a deep dive. And we won't share it, obviously. No, of course not. But we'll, we'll, we'll get you the, the details. We will. Hi, Megan. Hi, Melissa. I hope you're doing very well. So my issue is about the apartment that I live in. I live alone in my own apartment that I bought, and it's great. And I actually used to live on the ground floor, but now I live on the second floor. Um, anyway, so my little problem is that the couple living above me are so loud. I'm not just talking like when they have sex, they're loud, but that's that's fine. I don't mind. They don't have sex that much. Anyway, <laughs> to the point. Um, when they're just walking around, it feels like my ceiling is falling down. They are the loudest people I have ever encountered in my life. As I said, I used to live on the ground floor. So I've had people like above me before and I've never heard them. They never made a sound. But now that I moved up, and I'm living below these new people, I'm just in awe. Like, they're so loud. And during the day, I can live with that. It's fine. But at night, really late at night, I get really bad anxiety about it. And the worst thing is that I can't fall asleep. And if I do fall asleep, then they wake me up and I'm like in shock because they're. it sounds like they're throwing their furniture around or they're just like jumping around and the building is falling together. Like it's so uncomfortable and I just don't get any sleep. And I don't know why they're not sleeping, but um, I don't know what to do about it. Can I actually knock on their door and be like, when you walk around, you're being very loud. Is that fair for me to do? So I would love some advice on this. Yeah, that was it. Thank you very much. And bye. It's like... Lily. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say maybe we should uh call Lily just like like phone a friend. Uh Oh, I mean, here's the thing. Uh I don't know if you live alone. Um it sounds like you do, but uh I think writing a note is I mean, we're in a pandemic. I don't know where you're located. Um but writing a note I think is the first step versus going up and talking to them um face to face if you are alone because that that's that's the part of like safety kind of stuff like you know i'm a confrontational person you know aggressive all of that kind of stuff but when you do live alone you do have to be kind of wary and careful of um pissing people off who know where you live <laughs> uh which is like a dark thing to kind of say but i would just i would start with like leaving a note and like if you want to be like a really like petty kiss ass like leave a note and I don't know how long you've lived there or like when they moved in or anything, but like if it's not too weird, like 
leave a note and like, hi, I'm your neighbor. Like I live downstairs. Like here's a bottle of wine or like here's like some like cookies or whatever. I just like, you know, we're in a pandemic, so I can't like come and introduce myself. Um, I uh, just want to say that like I have noticed that things like are like it is pretty loud. I did used to live on like the first floor. And when I lived there, like I didn't really notice like uh, a huge amount of of like an like an out of control amount of noise or find a nicer way to say that like yeah I wouldn't an exorbitant even, amount of noise I wouldn't but even like, go into detail like that just like leave like a ball of wine not cookies because then we don't they might not trust you <laughs> yeah <laughs> nothing leave edible. a seal something, something sealed. sealed yeah and just say something like hey like start out how you were saying but not go into the details about yeah. like when I lived on the bottom floor yeah you're right yeah. have that be this if they like dispute like oh this is just what neighbors are like but mm-hmm. then yeah just say like I um uh it's been pretty like noisy at night and like during the day I totally get it like we're working from home like I make noise during the day and all of that stuff but it has been pretty hard to sleep like I would love like if we could like make sure that like we're having like quiet hours or like past like 7 p.m or something like that like would be great so like I can actually like sleep through the night like really appreciate it welcome to the building happy to be here or whatever and then if that doesn't work, then I take it to the uh, the building manager or the landlord or whoever and complain yeah. about it. Like it, it is pretty hard to gauge the noise you are making when you are an upstairs neighbor. Mm-hmm. Like if my neighbors downstairs, like not now because we're not home, but like in LA, if they like told us like you are being so loud, I would be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the time, sometimes people are moving in, they're being extra loud, but there's even just like the aspects of like, you don't really think about it, which you should, but like, we have a lot of carpets in our apartment. And that's like a huge reason why we're like for working out, like I'm not going to do any sort of like working out that like requires any sort of like jumping or like a lot of movement anytime past like 3 p.m., 4 p.m. Like I'm not going to do that at night. Like there are those kinds of things that like I'm courteous of because I've had like loud neighbors Mm -hmm. before. But um, they might just they might have no idea. But then there are some people who are just assholes and are like, I don't give a shit if I'm going to be noisy and loud. Yeah. And in that case. Yeah. Yeah. Talk to the like people who own the building. My um, one of the people that I was directing an audio book with her upstairs neighbor was like loud, but didn't realize she was being loud. And since the person I was directing, she, of course, is a narrator and it has to be quiet. So she like bought her, she like, they talked it out. It wasn't a big deal. They didn't realize that they were being loud. And like, this was because this was like an occupational thing for you. It's not really, but she bought her a rug to put underneath so that when she, so it's not, it's absorbing some of the sound. So if they're decent people, then they will be decent about it. And if they're not, then that's when you escalate it, I think. Oh, but I mean, hey, power move, move above them. <laughs> she just keeps moving up. <laughs> yeah, just say, can I have the top floor? <laughs> Thank you. Oh, but I, I'm so sorry. That's infuriating. And if you are still in um a country that is, because I mean, who is not in pretty much lockdown at this point? Australia, yeah. But some parts of Australia are not doing that's so hot. True. But yeah, depending on where you are, like if you are also still like working from home like isolating lockdown all of that shit that's going to drive you insane so fast Mm -hmm. it's 
going to be like the telltale heart. You're like, ah, you're going to rip your ears out. Yeah. Now it's time for Don't Blame Them. <gasps> Yahoo! So this is the part of our show where one of our listeners calls in with their own advice and experience uh, relating to a call from a previous episode. So what do we have? So for the original call, it was from season seven, episode four. And it was about the girl that um, wanted to give up her life and her boyfriend to go. Timothy Chalamet? <laughs> to go I'm not okay. with Timothy Chalamet. I'm not okay. And I liked Did we how... get another Chalamander? Is this a Chalamander calling in? <laughs> I do called? like how like that... <laughs> night he was the guest on snl which made it even better <laughs> and we didn't I even know. like realize it no clue uh, all right hello megan and melissa uh i am 23 years old i'm a disgusting gemini and this is for don't blame them for the girl uh this is for season seven episode four for the girl who uh wants to fuck timothy chalamet and so I mean, I get it. I'm with him. But, like, when I was, like, 15 years old, I, like, saw myself, like, dating Josh Hutcherson. And when, and Megan, in her younger days in YouTube, she saw herself dating Nick Jones. I'm sorry, Megan. I had to throw you under the bus there. And even, like, there was even a whole Family Guy episode. I can't believe I'm bringing Family Guy to an advice. Um, where Lois kept screaming someone else's name instead of Peter's name when they were when the nasty. Ew, gross. Um, but recently I saw a TikTok on this girl. She like asked her therapist if it was normal to like have like this weird love and attraction for unattainable people. Like she had an unattainable crush on a celebrity and anime characters, which I mean, girl, me too. But, and um, her therapist says, just like you guys said that it is a safe space in your head and in your head there's like no fear and all that and it's also a sign of um fear in the real world for like you are scared of being rejected you are scared of what other people think about you even like if you're in a relationship right now it can be a little bit damaging you just have to like find like a good balance into it if that makes sense and i even talked about it with my therapist and I was like, do you think that has anything to do with me uh, being emotionally damaged? And she was like, oh, my God, yes, it does. <laughs> Which I was a little offended when she said that. But, like, I mean, it's true. Like, you're just, it's a safe place in your head. So, basically, you just have to, like Megan and Melissa said, just kind of figure yourself out. Uh, be by yourself. Why do you have this? And, just, and also just think, why do you have this, like, obsession with timothy chalamet so yeah just i mean be by yourself for a while or as long as you need to um and also maybe just talk to someone professional to make yourself like love yourself and all that out of time thank you bye yeah i'm glad that uh he talked to his therapist about it and saw on tiktok that we like were right <laughs> I know it is it is validating when not only TikTok says we're right but like a th like TikTok therapists say we're right but like also real like therapists like in person that's really nice I also love the self-awareness of I'm a disgusting 
Love the energy throughout the whole call. Well, do you know specific? I mean, not to get all astrology on you, but we do we do get along with Gemini. Mm, okay, that is a sign that we get along with. Who do um, we know IRL that's a Gemini? Who do I know? Um, one of my you don't know her, but one of my like childhood friends. She's a Gemini. Okay. The reaction we got from this call, like lot a lot of people. It, it was very split. Like a lot of people were like, I fully get it. And a lot of other people were like, I get it. But like Timothy, Jones, <laughs> like that was, it was a fun, it was, that was a funny um, thing. But I do think like, I think it's again, like it's a very, 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 very common. Um, I just don't know if anyone has like a fully fledged like plan the way that like, she, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, can you guys help? <laughs> well, that is it for our episode, everyone. We hope you enjoyed. If you did, leave us a cheeky little review on the uh, Apple Podcast app. We love to read the nice reviews. It does balance out the angry um, anti-vaxxers, racists, and Republicans who are upset that we um, are not uh, tolerant and accepting of their um, bigotry. <laughs> So uh, we love a good uh, review. If you want to call in for an upcoming episode or you have an update for us, give us a call at 310-694-0976. And international listeners, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. Check out our Patreon if you want to watch the videos or just support our show. It is incredibly helpful for us because, you know, unlike uh, Call Her Daddy, we did not get million dollar contracts. <laughs> uh, I don't know who would have paid us a million dollars. I would have had to pay you a million dollars. You would have had to pay me because there's not really. <laughs> we don't have a bar stool. Um, so if you want to help us continue to do this show, we really appreciate that. We have a dollar tier where you can just see all of the videos, literally a dollar a month to see every video version of the podcast, which is great for our facial expressions. And then we have a $5 tier where we do live streams twice a month. They're really fun especially in the pandemic, being able to just like do a Zoom and it's literally like just us hanging out and it's a really great way to like join the community and like become friends with people who are also in the community. Um, And it's fantastic and great and we love it. Um, Also follow us over on Instagram. We have our own individuals, which are always listed down below as well as the podcast. Don't blah meme pod. And anything else? That's it. Anything you want to promote? I have two new shows that I executive produce called um, one's called Queer Tea which is uh, a a queer pop culture show and then the other one is called LGBTQ Nation which is a queer uh, news show so one's comedy one's news and they like air two days after they're recorded so they're very fresh get your news then get your giggles yeah um, buy my presets, buy my book. And, you know, I think that's it. Wear a mask, stay inside and don't kill anybody. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible Irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.